You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hogger Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 130 of East Central Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by co-host Chase Payton. What's up, Jer? Co-host Chris Guffey. No, he's a producer, but he just walked away, but he's here. He's on a special mission from God. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dakota Davis, <laughs> That's always. That's right. Today's episode features the always wonderful, the always beautiful. You don't know this yet. Very... It's his first time. No, I've, Listen, I've met Brad in the true. past. Well, he's never been on the show. I, 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 I think should. you're just buttering him up because he, he stole could, a shirt he could be out of Tim your Tebow's, he, yeah. he could be Tim Tebow's twin brother. He could. He's very handsome. Mr. Well, Brad Brewer. Tebow's much older. Uh, Brad, he is a True. banker by day, a reporter by night. Uh, he's always very busy. He's not a, a banker. He's a. That's an offensive term. How dare you? How dare uh, you? <laughs> God. Okay, start, start. Oh, God, the producer's gone. Uh, we're, just, <laughs> we're out in the wind now, boys. We're, we're stuck no, with this intro. No take backsies. <laughs> but he's also, he does reporting uh, for the New Right Network uh, and some other publications. And we are going to talk to him about Hello to his the CIA work there. operatives that are watching the program. We, we're glad, mm-hmm. glad you follow all Brad's work and we hope you join our Patreon. Welcome. We're going to talk to Brad about uh, what what is the difference between a bank and a credit union, which I've already messed up. And then we're also going to be talking to him about my roads. Uh, there's been all kinds of uh, road closures this summer, and everyone's complaining about it. So we're going to dig into uh, the specifics behind that. And then at the very end, we're going to be talking about uh, the Newcastle City budget and uh, the some breaking news on the Castle Theater and a potential tax increase for Henry County. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something new. Uh, we said a minute ago that producer Chris is on a mission from God. What mm-hmm. really happened is we got some fan mail. We did. We got a care package in the mail. Um, we got a care package in the mail. And intern Mason Roddinghouse also got a care package up at Purdue University from the, our best friend. One of our best friends. One of them. One of our best friends and Patreon member, longtime supporter of the show, Mr. Andrew Bowman. Um, he sent us some hot and spicy instant noodles that uh, the packaging is in a foreign language. We just assume that they say spicy. Are you sure it's not just Southern? <laughs> Growing up is, in the South, I can guarantee that is uh, not, not Southern. I don't think that this would be something that would no. be thought about in the South. Nope. And he also sent us some ghost pepper uh, popcorn because apparently we are the guys that eat spicy stuff. For the last on the year internet. or so, we have become Spice King Capital. You um, know I, I think we should rename the show to Hot Ones. I think that's a good name for a show. We'll have to see if it's. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Andrew Bowman, he's a Patreon member. If you also want to sign up at pay- for Patreon, those are the folks that pay the bills around here. Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. Before the show started, we. Uh, we plugged a little bit of the the episode that we gave out for those folks this week. It's a good episode that involves 
uh, mutants, 15,000 volts of electricity, a shovel, and uh, 30 feet. So and your greatest fears and your wow. greatest fears. So make sure that make sure you go over there and uh, give that a listen. Once you get signed up, you'll get a private RSS feed that only those folks get access to. And if you sign up at $50 or more a month, then we promise to tell the world just how great of a person you truly are. And those folks are Christy Avery, Craig DaCosta from all the way in Hawaii and Jonathan Phillips, the cop that might be arresting Mason Roddinghouse later. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and if you join the Patreon today, we will put a poll in there and you get to decide the baby gender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Science. Will, yeah, yeah, you will you will the winning uh, the winning thing will get uh, we'll we'll decide it. Hey, gender. So think you're gonna, gonna find out next week, but we'll vote on it this week. And I think it's gonna be we'll a girl. That's what mm. I think too. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a girl. You think he just wants to pretend like he wants a girl so he really gets that son he's always hoping. Nope. He he's only gonna produce girls. <laughs> I thought it was I thought I was gonna have a, a boy, but uh, negative. I wore all blue that day. Was Make it okay, Batman? Yeah, I'm was fine. It okay, with it. Yeah. you're not no regrets. No, that's not why you had no, another one. Listen, no everybody, regrets. everybody always asks you like what your preference is, but there's so many other things that are going through your mind yes. during the whole pregnancy. Because I don't know about you, but every doctor's appointment, I'm absolutely terrified. John Phillips wants to know when he gets <laughs> to arrest him. My Probably going to have to be a Tuesday, John. That's your day off. I think. That's, <laughs> we'll, we'll schedule him to come through town and do something wrong on a Tuesday. My wife go went to the doctor today, and even though it's just a normal checkup, I'm fr- I'm somewhat. Um, anxious until i hear okay everything's fine even though everything's yeah, been fine yeah. and there's been no reason for us to believe that anything wouldn't be it's just mm. that's how i yeah, am and no doubt about it my wife uh she had to spend a day in the hospital uh because she was very she drank too much the day before <laughs> wow <laughs> no it was the opposite she couldn't drink anything so she had to get some ivs and stuff mm. she was all fine and she's been fine since but they like did a, the little uh microphone scan to make sure that the heartbeat sounded okay and it took the doctor like probably two full minutes to find the heartbeat. And I was freaking out. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> I was petrified. I, and, she, and she warned me before. Uh, it, it was the nurse, not the doctor. But she warned me before. She's like, it always takes me forever to find the heartbeat on this thing. And uh, the other, all the other times, the person has come in and they've just stuck the microphone right there. And it like immediately pops up. So whenever she's like, hmm, and maybe I should press a little harder. And I'm like, I'm like ah. <laughs> it's scary. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Absolutely terrifying. Yep. So that's why you really don't worry about what the what the no. sex is. Nope. Just healthy. Yeah. It's a cliche thing to say, but you're that is all that's on your mind. Yep. It's true. Yeah. So uh, so we invited Brad here. We've been uh, friends friendly around town, having uh, having conversations here and there, watching uh, watching each other's work, and said yep. we need to have you on the show. Um, we, we'll talk about your day job in a little bit, but the moonlighting thing is uh, yeah. you dabble in this political world when I can't. Yeah, I do. Um, it's funny. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Is that you know I started playing around with it um, more, not hardcore. People get the wrong. More intense More or intense, dedicated. Yes, intensely. Uh, a few years ago, and um, it's really kind of grown. It's pretty, pretty exciting. I mean, you know, just to be able to have, to get, you know, feel like you're getting your voice out there somewhat, even if... Are you Twitter verified? I mean, are uh, you... I'm not. You're still fake news. I'm still fake news, unfortunately. Yeah, it, no, they're not. I'm not going to get verified anytime soon, I'm sure. But maybe, maybe. You can be verified, and then it can be stripped away. And uh, then deleted. That's the ultimate goal, right? Right. Yeah, that, it's, that's it's the, the ultimate life cycle. I learned about that in business school. It's the yeah. product life right. cycle. You're exactly. Yeah, you know, these are the early adopters, and then, uh, and then eventually you decay and die, and uh, you know you move, move on. on. You get replaced. Exactly. 
But, hasn't happened yet, though. Thankfully, I haven't been dele- I haven't been banned yet. That's the running joke with everybody that knows that I kind of do politics is that it's when will you get banned? Well, there's it's going to happen. I mean, at some point or another, it's, you know, it's it's going to happen, I imagine, but uh, not yet. But yeah, I, um, uh, when I was growing up, I loved politics. Anyway, I you're from I North was, Carolina, yes, originally from North Carolina. So you, you were like uh, as a kid, you went door to door for Elizabeth Dole, I assume. I mean, you're like, I did meet with yeah. Elizabeth Dole a yeah. couple times actually, um, but no, I went. Elizabeth no. Dole is the lady that uh, was responsible for the third brake light on all your cars. Yes, did you're you welcome. Know that? I hate you're welcome. That person. You're welcome. <laughs> well, she's dead now. So yeah, don't speak ill. Good. There <laughs> you. But no, it, yeah, I, I uh, worked with a friend of mine to get. Um, he was elected to um, school board. Was the youngest school board uh, member in the state of North Carolina. So that's pretty cool. We're basically, just I put out eight billion signs. I, I have good did, news. Yeah. Elizabeth Dole is not yet. She's dead. not dead. No, oh. no, she almost died. No, you killed her off. She and Bob Dole, the former senator, and nearly uh, still lost, lost a president. Uh, lost. Who's that thinking of then? Someone's dead. Somebody has died. <laughs> however, dead. however, in miraculous news, Liz- Libby Dole is still alive, and uh, let's try to get her on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, the Dole you, apology to her will be coming to your town soon. You've been uh, you've been covering the. The Trump rallies, though, for the new right network. Yeah, I do local ones. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not going, you know, all over the United States doing it, but I have covered the ones in um, Cincinnati a few times, uh, Indianapolis. Um, I was at NRA convention covering it when he was there speaking. So I've been I've covered several um, in the in the recent last few years. Well, I guess since he became president. So right. it's been it's it's pretty wild to. Uh, if you've never been to a rally like that, I don't know if you guys do go to those. I've not. I have. I work during the day, sure. and normally when he comes through town, it's like, "Hey, we're going." He's going to be at the state fair right. on a Wednesday at ten. Right. It's it's and not, I, and it's not normally. It's normally announced like on Sunday, right? Right. It's not like it, it's just. Uh, yeah, I'm not that flexible. Unfortunately, uh, thankfully, I'm able to. You know, I've been able to kind of get you know pay time off with work and get down there to see and stuff. But it's um it's been pretty cool. I mean, I know you know previously i was just kind of covering it from the normal seats but as of i guess the last three or four i've been to i've been covering it actually from the press pool which is a whole different animal because well you kind of have to i have okay you know i have my little um uh republican pen because i am a registered republican so that's okay but i uh have that on my on my uh lapel just so that i don't get yelled at that i'm fake news as well because <laughs> he's gonna point and he's gonna start yelling at the, you know at the media which yeah. is his thing. Yeah, we've heard obviously. that story from uh, Rob Rob Kendall, yeah, the producer from Chicks on the Right. That right. he was he was at a Trump rally in the press box, just and, eating up, getting yeah, standing there. He said that they, whenever Trump pointed and called them fake news, he he said he was like a uh, uh, schoolgirl. He was just giddy with excitement that everyone was started booing them, and he's it, like, ha ha. It is funny. No, it is. <laughs> he thought it was the WWE. He it, just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The greatest it's thing a, ever. It's a surreal experience, to be completely honest. You know, um, sitting there five or six years down from Jim Acosta and, you know, all the different guys from Fox News and stuff, and you're just like, I'm in the press pool. People are talking to me like I'm some big deal. I'm like, you realize I just live <laughs> just just uh, just east of Newcastle, and you know, I'm not some big – I'm not from New York City or D.C. or whatever. I'm just – you know, but it's pretty it's pretty neat scenario. And you're so, covering yeah. as, a, as a writer – Right. And that's yes. Your, that's your, I, the finished result is you're going to write something and yep. then you're picked up by different publications. Correct. It actually is funny enough. Uh, I didn't, I wrote an article for that as well with covering the NRA convention, but, uh, didn't expect this to happen, but I covered a video of someone throwing their cell phone 
at President Trump at the at the NRA convention, which they f- at first thought it was somebody that didn't like him, but it turned out to be some dude just fairly drunk. Somehow got in there, <laughs> and you know he just he loved Trump, but he didn't know, and he just threw his phone anyway. So I got that on camera. And did it, the president throw it back? No, he just kind of ignored it. Like he didn't even act like it was a big deal. Neither did Secret Service, which was kind of odd because cell phone you know, <laughs> could be anything really. But uh, but yeah, that got picked up by um, dozens of publications, New York or Fox News. Um, RT I mean, picked it up. ABC News played it on on their. As long as he's not throwing a galaxy, it's probably not going to explode. Right, and I don't know what it was. I couldn't confirm, but yeah, I got that. So that was pretty neat. That was unexpected, you know, the, to get something like that on on camera. But yeah, usually I do some writing for them, um, just how, covering a. How'd you rate. get started with them? Um, actually, I started working with um, uh, the writing portion. I st- was not. That's not where I originally started writing. I started writing for. Um, it was a uh, Borderland Alternative Media, a very, very tiny site. It's now, there's, it doesn't exist anymore for a, a guy named Joe Biggs who was, uh, lives down in the Austin, Texas area. And um, I worked with him. Just happened to, they were taking some missions because they were just kind of starting their site up. Um, started writing there for him. He, they picked up several articles. And then before I knew it, I was editing articles for them. And, you know, I really don't know what I'm doing that much. But, you know, you <laughs> kind of learn on the, on the fly a little bit. and um, Trial by fire. Yeah. And then so New Right Network, once I kind of stopped writing for, uh, Borderland New Right kind of contacted me and asked about writing for them, and um, I've been doing that. So, for, are you doing opinion pieces, or are you writing news when you when there's something a little bit of both? The area, I mean, what's the yeah? What are the topics you generally try to look into? I do more opinion pieces now. Um, when I was first starting with him, I did a lot more. Just you know, hey, here something happened. I have to get out like a quick 500 word blurb about it and get it out there. But um, there, we had a lot of the guys doing that, so I kind of just backed off of that a little bit because I didn't enjoy that as much as I enjoy telling people what I think about things, which I don't know why anybody cares, but people do re- somewhat read it. So um, that's what I've been doing recently. And um, just this past week, or actually on Friday, uh, my first piece got picked up um, for humanevents.com, which human events used to be a newspaper, actually a physical paper, Ronald Reagan's favorite go-to newspaper, he said. So that was kind of cool for me. That was kind of a, yeah, that is neat. Uh, nice. so but it was the first one that, you know, a paying job scenario. So, so oh, cool. cool. Yeah. What are the people in the crowds generally like there? Are they generally, like, they're great. Are they like regular Republicans or are they like Trump train? <laughs> um, there is a, a big mix. <laughs> uh, there's definitely those. There's, um, what guys that are just over the top. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Um, there's a lot of those folks, but I would say the majority of people there are, um, pretty laid back people just, just there to listen. They don't even really, I mean, you'll see, well, what you'll see is you see everybody on the floor, but that's only a small piece of who's there. The guys, the people right. on the floor, a lot of times are the more raw, raw yeah. type folks. So they are um, pretty excited to be down there on the floor standing for like five hours um, while they wait and then be there, which I've, I've been that guy. I've been down there standing just in that section too. But um, that most of the people in the stands, which, sitting in the seats um, are generally just people there to listen and just experience the the feel of it, which is pretty, what pretty kind of venues electric. has it been? Has it been like a high school arenas or what, what kind of, no, all the ones to? that I've been to um, the U S bank arena. I've been there twice down in Cincinnati. Um, uh, the NRA convention, which was at Lucas oil. Mm-hmm. That was packed out as well. I don't, I don't know what the, the official total was at, at Lucas Oil, but it was it had to be stinking close of capacity of what they had mapped off for seats. They didn't have anything behind them and all that stuff because they had all the the lighting and whatnot sitting up. But uh, twenty five, thirty thousand people. It was least. a lot of people. Um, and at U.S. Bank Arena with the, the most recent one I was at back, I guess that was end of July, first of August, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was down there, they actually set 
a new record in capacity inside of U.S. Bank Arena, which I thought was pretty oh, wow. amazing. And there was another 15,000 outside. So, And people said they weren't there, but I walked around. I had to walk around the whole entire uh, U.S. Bank Arena because they told me the wrong entrance for the press. And so I walked around the one entrance. They said, no, it's the other side. So I had to walk back around in this blazing heat in my suit uh, all the way back around. So it was there was a ton of people. It was it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, honestly. It's it's amazing to see that many people for one reason, not like a like ball game or something. So have you have you ever met the president? I haven't. Um, that's on the, hopefully the list of things to happen when they say I'm gonna get the that's invitation that, to come to the White one House. area that Rob Kendall's got you beat. He in. does. Rob Kendall does have me beat for sure in that area. I mean, I, I've I was very close. I was for me to Chris from him um, at the last rally. He was walking on his little, the little catwalk out, and I was there. And he, you know, gave the little was well, not really a thumbs up. It's more like a pointing yeah, of the thumb. Half yeah, thumb. yeah. So I got that, but that's as, that's as close as I've would gotten. you say like how does he handle during his speeches does he sweat a lot does he stay generally cool he appears to be very um moist <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean i get it. it i am too though it's it's usually stinking hot yeah. in those places uh you're standing for well i've been standing for a few hours you're sweating and you're is he uh is he on message or is it uh he starts on the prompter and then he just starts riffing i would say i mean the best parts are when he's not on the prompter, obviously the, the, the sound bites, everybody, you know, he's on for, if you love Trump, that's kind of things that you enjoy about him somewhat. Um, I would say it's probably 70, 30. He stays on top. He gets hmm. through his, he at least has, I would say it's something like a backbone of what he wants to say. I don't think he always sticks verbatim. Yeah. And, you know, and he just kind of plays the crowd a little bit too. He's pretty, if, if you've ever been there, even if you don't like the guy, it's pretty amazing how he can read a room and give them exactly what they want. It, it's pretty wild, honestly. It's just like to sit back and see it. It's like he's a teenager that goes to the Beatles concert, uh, Chase, or or the uh, who was just in town this last week. The uh, Flats. No, the boy band. <laughs> oh, um, Joe Jonas, Backstreet the, the, Boys, the Jonas, Jonas Brothers. Uh, my yeah. wife went to that, by the way. The Jonas Brothers. My, my wife went to that. My girlfriend went to that. <laughs> Guffy, you're uh, look at you using these labels. <clears throat> Guffy, what'd you bring us? <laughs> I brought us um, spontaneous combustion ghost pepper popcorn made by Southwest. Where did, you, where did you go get this popped? I can neither confirm nor deny where the location <laughs> was. That this popped. All right. Will you walk out in front of the camera Is, and, and show the people? It's safe for us, though. All right, grab. Uh, there's some plates up there. You can you can grab uh, you grab the plates from the uh, from the dining area and and pile it up. Make a couple plates full, and we'll see if uh, we'll see who who has to tap out first. Grab some water while you're at it. Yeah, yeah this, uh, this may be <clears throat> this may be a, a deal. Yeah. Please grab our guests to water. Yeah, John yeah. John Phillips is uh, is saying yes. The Jonas Brothers. No, just just the one Jonas. Jonas. It was just Jonas. They're no longer brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they quit. Chase, are you ready for this? Have you been a part of anything since, except for the one the one Ghost Pepper episode? Uh, yeah, I did the Ghost Pepper episode. We all, I think we also ate peppers at separate time. Whoa. And then they start off mild. Just they do. Be that changes pretty quick. And then I drank a whole gallon of milk. Maybe Don't forget take, about that one. Maybe I'm not going to yeah. take a whole fistful. I'm going to take one. It's not that bad, though. I ate three of them. I ate three as well, I believe. I didn't pick they the get ones, a little spicy. I, I didn't pick the ones that had the most color to them. <laughs> it's just a one. natural thing you do. With you said popcorn. like a real southerner. <clears throat> <laughs> They're in a spicy. Yeah, one is all I need. Chase, the rest of yours. Mm. Ooh, 
Okay. I've got a show to host. Handsy. Well, I got mm. a show to host. So, <laughs> you also have your own Facebook page as yes. a political commentator. Yes. Um, and you you started the page, and I didn't know you before you were, start, were writing or anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. But did did Trump kind of bring you into the world, um, or have you always just been a Republican type guy? No, I've been. I've been a Republican guy for, like I say, when I was helping my friend um, runs a Republican for city count or for the not city council, but school board back in North Carolina. I was uh, I've always been a Republican since I've um, been growing up. I just grew up that way naturally. My family was, and I you know learned that way before. You, you're I allowed to change your mind. Yes, I, and I have. <laughs> I had a debate with someone. Actually, I do most of my my better work on Twitter than even Facebook, probably. But mm. uh, where basically he. I, I'm a conservative, but he told me that I wasn't a true conservative because I uh, didn't agree with the government just banning stuff that you don't like. So he tells, well, you're, you're kind of libertarian there. I said, well, yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more libertarian as things go on. If that means. The, the more us. cycles you go One through, the more cycles you go through <laughs> and your team's not in charge, you realize that they're not conservative or, uh, or, or liberal. They're authoritarians. That's exactly right. And they will use the government's power to do whatever the hell they want to, and and then the people will just trade sides and justify it. Well, it's because, unfortunately, many people feel like it's acceptable that, oh, people I like right now are in charge, so they're doing things I like. They're banning things I like, but they're not always going to be there. You know, where I really started becoming more political was back, I guess, um, funny enough, now I kind of don't know how in the world that I – I supported John McCain like I did back in the day. Uh, I was in college at the time. You betcha. Yeah, and uh, it was it was something. So anyway, you know that was where I kind of started becoming more political. You can active. tell us it was for Sailor Palin. It's okay. Yes, if you had, she's, she's single now. So I mean, you can. It's true. If that was wow. the reason, so I know how things have changed. True. I know how to tell how Republican you are. Okay. If you had to kill one person out of Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan. And Jesus. These are all uh, at least dead once. <laughs> one, that one, yeah. Okay. Like for good. Uh huh. Like ever. Like wipe them from the history books. Which one would it be? I mean, I guess I have to pick Ronald Reagan. Lincoln was a war criminal. I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying. Lincoln wasn't really like a good conservative. I and, don't disagree with that. But, uh, and he yeah. gave you the log cabin republic. <laughs> <laughs> i am uh no comment on that <laughs> but yeah i don't know uh that's a that's a difficult question actually yeah, yeah. chase is good for asking the questions that really no one should yeah, have so, brad, right. so brad <laughs> brad votes to go reagan moving on oh. um <laughs> do you foresee trump winning in 2020 i don't i think unless something drastically changes with the economy um i don't think there's any way he loses to be completely honest, just because I feel like his, um, well, one that the the media's poll power is kind of dead. No one cares yeah, what the polls yeah. say anymore. Um, and I know that these these small windows of a rally in a city don't matter that much in either in the grand scheme of things. But right. it's very much an echo chamber. Correct. But still, even even on the other side, no one's bringing in thirty thousand people on a weekly basis. I mean, it, it just right. it, it doesn't matter where he's at. To be completely honest, but I don't think so. Just because Republic, just because I mean, the New York Mets do almost every day. Yes, that's true. That's a valid point that I had not considered before. Now, but you know, as far as Democrat candidates, 
I just don't see. Um, people, I don't see people cheer for them. laundry. If we're going, they Seinfeld. do. They do. But which I, I think is what we do a little bit with politics I, too. A little yes, tribalism so there. There's no doubt about that. My daddy was a Mets fan, so I got to be a Mets fan. I was raised here, Republican. Here's right. the deal: you, on the Democrat side, you have the baby boomers who will parrot the vote blue no matter who. But if Hillary Clinton proved anything, it was that if millennial and Gen X voters don't get the person that they want in the primary, they quit. They won't turn out in the general. Yep, it's true. And and honestly, I. I am not sold. And you can you can write this down here. Maybe here first. I still think she's going to run, Hillary. I still think she's going to run. I thought she was getting locked up, man. Yeah. Well, as of yet, <laughs> she is not. Do they still, do they still chant that at the uh, uh, at the rallies? Some, at least the last one they did for a couple minutes, and then it just moved on to something else. But it was it's, there's a lot. The first rally went to for Trump. It was there's a, there's a lot of a chanting. Lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, chants going on. There's no doubt about that. Grab her. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have yet to hear that one, actually. Uh, you should go to the next one and try to start it. Is that, uh, <laughs> see, grab Chase. her purse? Yes. With, yeah, purse. Grab yes. her hand. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jesus, Murphy. I, I thought I was going to pick a fight with Chase with all my Mets references. You're supposed to be, you know, Yankee boy over here. If it was the Red Sox, it'd be a different story. But <laughs> the Mets are like a, just like a roach. You just... Do you think that there's any Democrat that could beat Trump in 2020? I mean, I mean, there's a chance. I think if she got the right running mate, saying she, I think Elizabeth Warren could give him the most trouble. Oh, I hope not. Mm. Elizabeth but, Warren and Mayor Pete. No, I don't. Actually, I don't full think full diversity so. um, ticket. I've I've donated to two Democrats this so year. far. Let me guess one. Okay, Tulsi Gabbard. Yes, I've, I. Can you guess the second? Very close. Uh. I'm going to say Bernie Sanders. I'm going to say Joe Biden for some reason. I don't no. know. Why. God, no. Never. I have no never. clue. I have no never, clue who the second person that. is. Jesus Murphy. Was it, yeah. Mike, was it Mike Gravel? It was, uh, was it Yang. Andrew Yang. Yeah. You just yeah. want to enter lottery. Yang gang. Yeah. yeah. Well, All right. This is not on the, this is not in the notes, but I feel like since Chase is here, we should give you a good five minutes of sports. Oh yeah. Do you have an NFL update? You have any takes? Some hot takes from the weekend. Do, do you, you have, have a final fan? You're wearing a long sleeve shirt that says football guys guy. It's a barstool shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, Colts are in trouble. They don't have a quarterback, and they don't have a kicker. The Colts have had, a, uh, they've thrown five touchdowns and one interception. I it, heard that we might be getting Eli Manning. Brissett's stat line. That'd be cool. Brissett's stat line looks identical to Andrew Lux from last year, the first two games. I think they're okay on that front. The kicker one, oh, Cody Parkey's looking pretty good. <laughs> Coming from a person with experience, the kicker is the most important <laughs> role <laughs> on a football team. Double doink, baby. Bears have a kicker. Uh, uh, we don't have a quarterback, but we have a kicker. Our friend Liam Pinheiro is kicking now for the Bears. Yes. And uh, it looked like Eddie he was Money, pretty baby. Damn good in, uh, in, uh, in Denver. He, uh, Goal! They, uh, they got really lucky. Well, How were you doing Sunday afternoon? About 6.30. If, if you want to... You can say we got lucky, but really we we almost got fucked. <laughs> you you it's could not say eight that. O'clock. Oh god, seven fifty nine. Because we so we had sorry, a pick Kirsten. six that was cut Black short. Kristen. They said he 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 was he was down, but he never even hit the ground. So it was kind of some BS there. We did have to kick a game game winning field goal. They made it. It was pretty awesome. You, uh, uh, the Patriots are unstoppable this year. Oh, they will be. Absolutely. So uh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. 
It's like watching, uh, it's like watching Michael Jordan's era of basketball. Yes. A whole other level, man. It's it's nuts. Yes, but there's no retirement in between. Yeah. Don't we well, know at some point it. that Tom Brady's going to get hurt? There's like eight like, starting quarterbacks. No, because it's like Tom Brady's healthier than like he's healthier than uh, dude hasn't eaten processed sugar the entire at least the Baker time Mayfield he's been in the NFL. He looks way healthier than Baker Mayfield. The the Patriots right now are like Mike Tyson in his twenties. Mm. Absolutely, can't be. Stopped. They could go another three or four years. Yeah, I thought. Tom, I, I thought think there Tom's was a, got a two more ben years. Roethlisberger reference coming in there. Nope. How's his elbow? Uh, pretty sure he's dead. I don't know if he's coming back. Usually, it's his foot, and he'll throw the boot on for like Listen, a day or two, and yeah. it'll look really cool. And then he comes thought, back uh, and kills people. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Dole was also dead, but. But she's back. <laughs> she is back. Breaking news. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is coming back next week. Chase. Yes. Five dollar bet. Okay. Monday night. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You going to give me the over under? I don't. Is the over under out yet? Uh, I should think so. I'll, I'll check. I'll check. The check on the over under. I'll check. the. Parlay. I'll take bears. You take Redskins. Well, of course. Mm. It's not even going to be close. I'll be honest. Guffy. Trubisky's waiting for a breakout game. Last North year, Carolina product right there. Oh yeah, by the way. I love Trubisky. Same. I've backed him this whole time. He's starting to worry me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm losing faith. He'll bring it back. But last year he sucked until the third game, and then he had six touchdowns in one game. It might have not been six touchdowns, but he gave me like sixty points in fantasy. He had at least four. Who's your quarterback this year in fantasy? I have a couple. I have. Like a billion in the league leagues. we care about. You don't mm. even know. Oh God, Trubisky. I have Trubisky. <sighs> I've got the goat, baby. I have Trubisky in our league got because I waited until the last second to grab one, and he was the only person I liked left, so I grabbed him. I have Carson Wentz in another league, and I have. Uh, I think I have Case Keenum in one because I got my my quarterback got hurt. Mm. I think I got Cam Newton. Not good. Oh, oh yeah. a Panthers oh, fan, Panthers fan picked him up thinking, oh, yeah, he's be ready this year. I nope. fell into that lie a year or two ago. Yeah. And I just I've never been back. Well, if he, when he's actually playing semi healthy, he's decent. But yeah, but he's not running right now. So Lord knows you can't he can't throw the ball half the time. So I had the Colts uh, Colts defense at one point mm. and uh, I, I changed that after week one. Solid. Pick. Uh, and then my, uh, my Adam Vinatieri has uh, has bit me in the butt over and over again. OK, Jer. So, uh Oh, hey, Chase, real quick. Yeah. Chicago's negative 4.5. So down four and a half. Still want the bet? Pretty sure that means we're winning, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're the favorite by four yeah. and a half. Four and a half over oh. who? Chicago. Yeah, I'll take that. Chicago's not playing Chicago. Who's the opponent? Washington. Redskins. This Redskins, week? yes. It's this if week. If I could have got time off, we would have went to that game. So next time they play, we should go. We should. Uh, obviously, they'll be meeting in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I mean, the Bears will be there, but. So predictions uh, if for that game? No. Well, you can uh, go for that game. Red, uh, Redskins uh, to the Dick is 75. Nice. Yeah. Hey, watch this. I'm team bear. Get out <laughs> this is my show. Don't mute me. Da bears. End of season predictions. Share. End of season. <sighs> so early. It's so early. The Lions suck. Your division. I, you're probably going to be 10 and 6. I think you'd be 10 and 6. 
I think we're going to be at least a wild card team because we should have beat the Packers. I mean, we have everything except for a that decent was the quarterback. Worst game ever, by the way. I was there. Oh, I was well, at the game. Thank you for that. Awesome for the first few drives. Sure. Very boring for the rest of it. Yeah. Um, we have everything but a quarterback, basically, and he he shows potential. Like every game, he shows potential, and he gets better throughout the season. I th- I think we got it. I think we're going to win the division. You nearly started zero and two, and you're predicting the playoffs. We are one drive from starting two and zero, and we are one drive from starting zero and two. Yes, and we have welcome to the NFL. That's also have, the same thing for the Colts. We have a top three. Edge. We have a top three defense. We have the best kicker in the league. We have weapons on offense. We just got to figure that part of it out. I'm saying we win the division. I'm saying at the worst, we get the wild card. I'm saying Colts are a wild card team. I think Colts win their division. Who's all in their division? You got Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Houston, Tennessee. The Colts are in first place now. Yeah, possibly. Your division sucks, Tennessee had beaten uh, beat the Browns, and the Colts beat the Titans, so that put them in first place. I'm not worried about the Vikings at all. Packers, I'm not going to lie, worry me a little bit. Their defense is pretty good this year. Aaron Rodgers, you know, Satan, Satan and and human flesh. And the Lions had a tie, right? I'm not worried about the Lions at all. (laughs) I'm not worried about the Lions or the Vikings. It's going to come down to us and the Packers. All right. That's five minutes of Super Bowl. Patriots, Bears, Bears are going to beat them in Miami again. And wow, 30, you're on drugs. Thirty seconds of uh, of racing. Uh, I I really really enjoyed the uh, first of the NASCAR playoffs. Strongly recommend the Dale Junior download again this week. Excellent with Ron Horner Day and Dale Junior. But the uh, <laughs> were there any crashes? Yeah, uh, Kyle Busch ran into some dude and got pissed at him. Did anyone die? Uh, nobody died. Uh, what about Dylan Earnhardt? Uh, Did he die? That was twenty years ago, buddy. Wow. Uh, Low blow. How much time we got, uh, Dakota? <laughs> Uh, what about good. his son? We're, How, we're good. Hey, how's his son doing, Jer? Who? Junior. Dale Junior doesn't have a son. No. Earnhardt's son, Junior. Yeah, he's retired. Oh yeah, he ran right. Darlington a couple weeks ago. He was in a plane wreck a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. Yeah, he's uh, his shoulders banged up. You should once again listen to that podcast. How dare you? Really, really good. Uh, where, uh, where are we at in my show notes here? We uh, we've been riffing <laughs> on sports for a minute, but it's time for uh, the money talk segment with uh, with with Lender Brad. That's right. So uh, the very first thing that I, I how do you to, rob a bank? <laughs> well, step one. Some might say <laughs> the banks have been robbing you the whole time. But I'm done. Yeah, it's true. With high interest credit cards. I'm sorry, Dakota. Go ahead. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to do was go around the room and see what banks everyone in the room uses. Let's start out with Chris Guffey. Uh, my primary bank with my checking and savings is with Capital One because I like all online and. Then I have a car loan through Mr. Brewers. There's also uh, two set of questions. If you could answer those questions in your answer, please. (laughs) How many accounts? Okay. Are we including credit cards or just like checking savings? Just checking and savings. This is, is, if if somebody does a lot of their homework, they're going to figure out how to start accessing a lot of funds here. So this will be really Mm -hmm. cute. Yeah. Three, three total, two with Capital One, one with uh, Brewers Bank. Here you go. Well, his credit union. Credit union, please. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> How many times are we going to make that mistake today, boys? <laughs> a few. We, we still have a few more times. It oh. happens. Chase, it happens. Uh, I, I guess we're going around the room. Yes. Hold on, Chase. Do you know the difference between a banking, 
like a we're gonna get into that in a minute. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, thanks we'll, for we'll host. You press the buttons and look cute over there, pretty thanks boy. Thanks for uh, reading the notes that I sent twelve hours ago. He was once again the claymation. Uh, it's gonna keep coming back up today. Yep. <laughs> hey Chase, you're on the clock. Oh yeah, I use a uh, first financial for and everything. They suck. Oh, well, I mean, not on my credit cards or. <laughs> Did you see Brewer's face? He goes, it's like, what? Huh? Hey. What? <laughs> what? So, uh, when I was 18 years old, I opened up an account with the People's Trust Company, and uh, People's Trust Company became Main Source Bank, which is now a first financial. There you go. So, my primary checking is with those folks, but I have. Uh, I love Main Source. I have accounts with, uh, with Star, I have accounts with Union Savings Bank. Diversification. My main complaint. And for uh, first financial, is I had a cool card with main source. <laughs> You're blue it was and blue and gold. <laughs> and with this, it's just yellow, and it's kind of ugly. Show your card to the to the to the TV. Card. All right, yeah, and then just pull give it the out. back numbers yeah. off the back, please. <laughs> and well. then and then the zip is still four seven three six two. Is that perfect? Yes. yes, yes. Okay, perfect. perfect. Great, thanks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then uh, I, I've I've got a uh, I went in and visited my boy Brad and uh, got me hooked up in January with a, a loan for a, a company reimbursed vehicles so it's true uh the uh the cmc gmc terrain is uh how financed she, by the how's she doing by the way let's check Dro- in drove her to ohio today perfect working all right good deal so i've got um two soon to be three uh, bank oh baby at, at star bank and uh i have another bank account at um oh citizens state bank mm. yeah there you go. Oh, and a, a, um, I just closed my Muncie Town Federal Credit Union account. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, <laughs> I grew up. I grew up in a credit union family. Seacom sure. Credit Union in Northern New York was the. Uh, that was the family deal. Everybody was Seacom. So, so what's the difference? Biggest difference between a credit union and a bank um, is credit unions are local based. Obviously, they're they're. Uh, well, obviously, there's some that are larger. We, you know, I think uh, was it Three Rivers coming into Richmond here, taking over West End here in the next next quarter. Well, actually, first quarter of 2020, but is a little bit larger. But most credit unions are, a bit, are quite a bit smaller. They're they're all basically everybody. It's a it's a share program basically. Everybody has their piece of the pie. Everybody's there's not for profit, so it's not like we're, we have uh, shareholders versus banks have shareholders. They're having to make sure they keep happy with their with their dividends and things like that. Um, as well, everything stays local. Whereas, you know, I, I worked in, I've been, interestingly, if I've been in both big banks and in credit unions, so I kind of have the, the dual sides here. There, you know, there are benefits, obviously, of both. I mean, I can't say there's not. I, I think I'd be lying if I didn't say that. But, um, the credit union, what we can do better than, than banks can do, um, is our lending capabilities. We can do things that, that big banks can't do or probably just won't do because it's, you're dealing, you're dealing with uh, local decision makers in a credit right. union, whereas with a bank, you're on hold to Correct. somebody and you don't know what's going to happen or somebody you know it, that you'll never meet. Can I have your decision. credit card number? Something like that. Something like sure. that. Yeah. Something. Oof. Big racist. Yeah. I, <laughs> I support all the races. Big NASCAR fan. <laughs> Oh, I will say this is that the back on to what you're saying, uh, <laughs> the lending side, you know, most of the decision making, if, if you go to a bank is not in house or even in city. Okay. You're, you're taught, you're, they're all they're, in, they're taking an application and then somebody somewhere right. else is going to review Usually it. Usually like for, for us bank, it was in Cincinnati or out in, um, uh, Colorado or, you know, another, another big city, but it wasn't, it wasn't 
local. So you really had no way to, um, a lot of times had no way to fight for the case of your customer, right? You didn't have a way to tell their story. Uh, whereas the credit union, that's the nice thing about that is it's a, um, you know, in my branch, we're making decisions in branch, you know, we're making the Newcastle branch is making decisions for itself. Um, obviously we still have auditors and things like that. So we have to be, you know, do things by the book, but, um, I can get to know an individual. I can hear the story situation. I can see, you know, look at the credit, look at the income, whatever. There may be some wiggle room there. And, you know, based on what I know about this individual, I can make decisions based on that, you know, right. in, within policy. But um, there's a lot more leeway there than I, you, I could ever have at a bank. I've sure. seen I've seen credit unions make loans on older vehicles, possibly. Sure. That, you know, they may have guidelines, but they say, sure. yeah, I know this is a your 2005 yeah. truck, but – and we really shouldn't loan anything older than a 2009 at this point, right? right? But you'll see that kind of a thing happen yeah. at a credit union where it's a local decision maker saying the guy only wants five grand. It's right, fine. and it's it's definitely true. I mean, I know when I worked with with US Bank, um, I don't know, if, I guess I can talk about what we did there with them, but um, you know, it, they had to be something. I think it was uh, seven years or newer is the vehicle, or else you couldn't lend on that vehicle, at least not under standard terms. You could right. do, you know alt lending and things like that. But uh, with the credit union, yeah, we have a lot more. We can go older vehicles. Now, obviously, we don't give, you know, exorbitant amounts of money on vehicles that are old and not worth it. But, um, and there will be some rate changes there based on how old the vehicle is. But what it does do is it opens up the opportunity for financial mobility, even within people that aren't the top shelf as far as credit and income and in newer vehicles, we can help a wider scope of people, which has been really, really nice, you know, um, to be able to work with the folks in Newcastle. And then you guys do other lending products. Assume you do houses, RVs, yeah. those sorts of things as well. Businesses. Everything you can do at a bank, you can do at a credit union. Yep. It's just end of story. Um, there may be different processes to go through it just because things are, you know, we are regulated the same, but different, if that makes sense. Um, so there are different processes for different, different things. Um, um, sometimes, most of our stuff is quicker than a bank just because you're going through several more, you know, a lot more hoops uh, in the banking world versus credit unions. Like I say, it goes back to the more local scenario. We can usually speed things up a little bit, which helps. Um, um, but, you know, there are things that people, you know, view as negatives, like, you know, not having branches all over the country, um, not having, um, you know, our credit union is one thing credit unions no, usually have is a shared branch network, which uh, most credit unions have that ours does not. Um, but we also make it very easy. We've integrated new systems that allow you to use your card nationwide without having problems. And we're all, you know, we do have that backup support, support of a card processor. that so can handle that. One thing that I found whenever I was looking this up for the show was yeah. that credit unions, it seems like no matter which credit union it is, they always boast that their fees are going to be way lower than a bank's. How is it that you can keep those fees that much lower? Well, banks are making a lot of money on fees. Um, and so here's a, for our credit union, we have, we, and it will well, back up a little bit at the bank world. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot less to get in the door as far as, you know, you can come open a checking account for any reason. You don't have to put any skin in the game as far as the deposit usually, um, Things like that. Whereas the credit union, like for, I can speak to us, what we do. I can't speak to every credit union, obviously, but um, for you know a savings account, we do require twenty five dollars to go in a savings account. Is it's called your share because you're buying in to the co op portion of, of the credit. You union. become a voting member right. of the organization, then you're a decision maker, and you point. hold as much voting power as any any employee, anybody, any with the person that has twenty five dollars, the person that has twenty five million dollars. 
if you're out there, come to the credit union first off. But uh, it, you know, um, either one of those, both those people would have the same voting rights within the credit union. How much? How much money moves the needle for you, Brad? When somebody is like, "Hey, I got ten grand. Okay, whatever. Take his phone call. Oh, I have twenty million. Yeah, let's. Uh, we'll pick him up at his door. What's Listen, the What's the number? Every member that has a dollar to give has equal <laughs> access. <laughs> And that is the only answer I'm going to get from this table. Uh, you know, my door is always open. Uh, you can ask Chris. If if I could close my door, it would have closed by now for yeah. Chris, you know? Yeah. Sure. I, I legitimately uh, harassed him. Aren't, aren't you glad I gave you that referral? Thanks, by the way. The gift that keeps... No, he messages me. You know, I have a few people, a few members that I, I know personally that do message me, and one of them is Chris, so it's fine. But I, I gave him permission. He did say, is this okay? So... He asked for my consent. He gets uh, he gets jeep fever, and then he just wants somebody. If you just start yep. telling him no, yeah, then he'll stop. That's going what to you got to do. Lot. No, Brad, you just got to no, tell me you, no. We can't. No. that one's a no, no. today. No, that one's like, a no. Today. Like grab a, saying, now, Chris. No, Wilson, we're not going to do that today. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah. in, not, he's you're good. I need jeep fever. You know, it's um, but yeah, we have the nice thing about it is, and that is a big thing that I I do love about working with the credit union is that I can. I know pretty much all of our members, um, obviously some of them better than others that come in all the time. Um, but you know, versus banks, I know there was a lot of things that I couldn't fix in the branch. Um, you'd come in, you want me to fix something. There's only so many things I can fix. Um, and so I'd have to push that off, say, well, I'm gonna have to give you a call back. I have to talk to these people that'll have to talk to those people and find out an answer. And it could be days later. So it's the, it's the local freedom that the credit union can afford its members Yes. That really makes it topple the banks. Yeah, it, it, and we don't like I said. We, we back to what you touched on earlier. We don't charge the fee structure. Um, we we keep that as light as we can. Obviously, we have to be able to support the credit union infrastructure itself to continue to make have that available for the membership. But um, um, we aren't. We're not making hand over fist like the banks are. They're, no doubt about that. So there's a couple of objections that, you know, as I as I look at it and I make my decisions as to where I'm going to bank sure. and the things that I've looked at and go, oh, well, those, those will be concerns or things yeah. I'd want to think about. I know that the other credit union in town, it's like, hey, if you're going to go to Chicagoland, our debit card's not going to work there, right? They're afraid of fraud or, sure. or activities or issues. That's so, a big problem. So there are restrictions that they that they put on their cards. Shoot. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> You broke our mic stand. He's he's loading a spring that's going to come back and smack me in the face. And my hands are buttery. How about <laughs> buttery hands? How about we just leave it until later so I don't die? No, I'm almost there. That's what she said. All right. Oh. So Gosh. <laughs> there's kids listening, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my objection was that you know sometimes sometimes in mar- certain areas they right. they just don't work. No oh, oh man, I had it. <laughs> you did. Oh, sorry. All right, I'll stop. All right, we're. <laughs> So you were saying earlier <laughs> that if I slip you a 20 on the side, you'll basically write me a blank check. Broadcasting uh, professionals here. Let's talk after. No, no I, can't. <laughs> I cannot do that. No, but um, but yeah, Jeremiah, you're exactly right. That's We even had issues with that ourselves. I can't, you know, up until recently, we, we actually recently switched over to a new, new processor that is going to allow us to. Um, wow, that is so easy. I have slippery hands, okay? Buttery, butter hands over here can't get it. He's over here drinking a buttery nipple. Um, all right, and then the other thing is the you know the, there's the technology the same. Sure. So can you do the mobile deposits? Can you do all that stuff that the, the that as you far can as with imaging other, like taking a yeah. picture? We don't have that currently in our setup, but we do have everything else. As far as the online banking is 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 top end. Um, you do have access to doing any of the transfers you need to get done. 
we can we can get all those things done. Yeah. You have access to uh, using ATMs all across the country. We're not going to charge you for those. Um, so you're going to have access to that. Now, obviously, you have to watch out for places that that will charge that will charge end. you on their end. We can't control what they do. But actually, if you do go to an ATM, um, we try to help you out with that. If it's something like you don't have access to something, we will try to usually at the branch level we'll help you out with those scenarios too because yeah. we get it. But a lot uh, of times some folks can go to a grocery store and do the two hundred dollars cash back thing too, of course. and get around it. So yeah. if you're traveling, it's yeah, it's somewhat common to to do the to do that with a debit card. And we had a big problem with um, you know, there's a obviously fraud is prevalent in the world today. So um the difference is big banks can can have a lot bigger threshold to absorb some of those losses. Right. Um, whereas credit unions, smaller banks and credit unions both deal with the same problem. We can't afford to keep taking those hits because if it's under certain thresholds, we just have to eat it. Um, it doesn't get sent off, it doesn't get paid for. We have to just cover that for our members. You're self insuring it. Correct. So it can become a real big problem because places know that and they just, they do small amounts. So, um, but the nice thing about this, and so we had before had not allowed, you know, if you're traveling, it was a lot more restrictive, especially outside the country, things like that. But now with our new system, we, we integrated uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, we're really able to stretch that out. We're now, you're not going to have any problems traveling, you're going to Chicago, going to New York City, going to, to Denver, going to LA, whatever. You're not going to have problems, um, you know, outside of the norm. You know, Great. something weird yeah. shows up. You have to call the number on the back of the card, confirm it was your purchase, and you're right. back in business. So nothing outside the norm for, for a credit university versus the bank in that scenario. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's talk about my roads, Jeremiah. This is this has been what you've been itching to talk about, I know. Yeah, so uh, kind of came to a head this weekend. Uh, we talked about it on this show, and I think we reported the news to everybody about two months ago that uh, INDOT had awarded uh, I-70 from the east side of Indianapolis all the way to the state line to Beatty Construction of uh, Shelby County. And uh, the last two weeks or so, the, the orange barrels have been out and the lane restrictions have been in place. The state flower. And uh, I work in the road construction industry as a material supplier. So the moral household has an official policy that we will not bitch about road construction in any way because that is <laughs> uh, that's what keeps uh, up, keeps foods on the table keep, honey. keeps the credit union folks uh, paid. So there you go. Uh, we don't uh, we don't complain about it in our house. That's the that's the livelihood. But I did get stuck in the traffic myself today as well. I went to Ohio and I sat uh, I sat around Centerville on I seventy for a good fifteen twenty minutes. Because it's one lane, and there were actively workers out there, and people were being very cautious, and uh, we were stop and go, and then sometimes we were going about ten miles an hour. So I get it. Um, but this weekend, Indot had another black eye. Um, their plan for I seventy maintenance required uh, required a total shutdown, an emergency shutdown, twice. On Saturday and then Sunday afternoon, all the way to Monday morning at about six o'clock. Yep. Where the um, basically their plan was is they shifted traffic onto the shoulder, and I seventy has as much tra- truck traffic as any other interstate in the state, and when you put forty tons every three seconds on the shoulder of a road after a rainfall, all of a sudden the shoulder starts to fail. Right. And that's what happened. Um. And they <laughs> they realized it. They shut it down, and uh, and it's not the first time it's happened. It, ha- it also happened on I-69, if you remember last spring. Yep. Same thing happened on I-69 in the Anderson area during that, that active construction uh, zone. Um, and I think what we're seeing is India, INDOT finally has money. A, a year and a half ago, the uh, they, they raised the state income tax. So now some of these projects that have been put, put off and they've kicked the can down the road for years and years and years are finally getting done, right. and they're so far gone that 
the normal process of here, hey, here's what we do with traffic and here's where we put it. All of a sudden, the roads aren't handling. Can't the, handle they're it. They're not handling right. the the volume. That, that was one of my questions for you. Was <clears throat> we have all these state projects that are happening now? We had the state. Um, we had the tax increase, and then we also had the gas tax increase that passed last year. Um, is it? Do we get? Are we seeing the uh, the payoff from that now? Like, do we find? Is the state finally saying we have the money for it? We need to try to knock all of these different projects that have been there for forever off of our list. There's multiple things going on. There's standard maintenance, like uh, 40 in East uh, Greenfield to, to Knightstown has been chip sealed, uh, which is the normal extension of uh, pavement life. So they will come through, they'll put down uh, oil, they will put mm-hmm. down rock as a new wearing sealant, and then they will put a, a, a new wearing surface, and then they will seal it on top. Yep. Uh, and in that in that process, when the rock is down, but the sealant's not over it, it feels like you're driving on a gravel road because it basically right. is a gravel road. Right. Uh, and there aren't any pavement markings and everybody complains about it. Uh, and it sucks for about two or three days. Once the chip seal is done, all it's of a sudden it feels like it feel, you can't yeah. tell. It, right. Two, two weeks after it's been chip sealed, you can't tell that that's a chip seal road, just like any other yeah. asphalt road. Yeah. During the paving process, it, it does it does blow, but it extends that pavement's life a long time. Yep. Uh, so it's actually a great use of public funds right. to to get you more life. They did that one. They did that on one going down from towards Cambridge City down south that yep. way for not too long ago. Yeah, it happens. It is, uh, happens on thirty six. Happens thirty eight. It's typically used not on your interstates, but on your two lane state roads, yeah. federal roads, and and you know forty is another typical not not interstate quality, but your major numbered highways. Their affairs. What's going to happen? Yeah. I guess what I was curious and about the counties with, will do it with as well. the chip seal. It does save the taxpayers a bunch of money than trying to repave a road. Uh, why isn't it something that we see on county roads? Why? Why you do, do see we? When we don't see it, I don't. I feel like it, I don't see it that often. I see it about as much as what I see new pavement. Um, it is it, it, it is has it to be based done on the condition that the yeah, road it, ha- is in? it has to be done in a timely manner. And once again, <laughs> we. A lot of times what happens and has happened over the last 30 years in this county is you'll put down new asphalt and then you'll never get back to it to crack seal. You never get, you never had the right profile on it to get, to get rid of your base is bad. So then, and, and, and the road never gets preserved. So then water gets in, you get your blowouts and then it's too much to chip seal. And then they come back through and they end up repaving. If, If you have a good maintenance plan and chip sealing is a part of that maintenance plan, Rush County does a great job with their roads. They're narrow, they're crowned, and they have and they chip seal on the regular. They do a great job with them. The Rush only County. problem with a lot of the Rush County county roads is that well, they are narrow, and for guys like me uh, driving around in a bucket truck, mm. it, it can be sketchy whenever a farmer's coming and he's got his mirrors extended and I have my mirrors extended. I hate farmers. <laughs> yeah, right. One of us has got to get off on in the grass. It's just yep. that's uh, that's the reality of life, though. Because uh, they don't, they don't have enough traffic count to to justify. Yeah, to justify I, I the mean, big roads. I understand it. it. It's like, but you got to find something to complain about. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just like the bitch. Uh, and, and you know, long term, I I don't think they've got. Uh, I don't think they have the money budgeted to get seventy to three lanes. Um, but once again, if we can get seventy to three lanes throughout the state of Indiana, when you have a maintenance project like this, and all of a sudden you're taking this truck traffic and you're going to from three lanes to two instead right. of two to one, and having shut it down. It's going to be much safer because the one isn't even a one. It's just it's a shoulder. 
Yeah. yeah. It's right. kind of half a road, really. Yeah. It, it's, you're and barely maintaining traffic. And that's why I put this question at the, at the end of uh, the road segment for everybody here, because we're all pretty local people. Um, I want to know like what, what's one state project you would like to see happen and what one local project you would like to see happen is. So Chris, you're starting out again, bud. Oh yeah. No, I, I am whole happily hard that they're doing 70 because, um, I drive to Indy fairly regular in the wintertime. And so if I can get a nice smooth road, you know, got to get that Indy fuel in. Um, let's see. What was the other one? City, county? Yeah, whatever. Local. Just local. I left it open-ended. Well, we just, <sighs> we just redid Main Street, um, from city border to city border. So the boundary to boundary, uh, probably, I don't know. Uh, honestly, I, 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 d- I can't think of. I mean, obviously, the, I mean, you're gonna have potholes, but I mean, are, are you, what are you? What are you chewing on? Plastic cap. <laughs> <laughs> I am a goat. That's good radio, buddy. Yeah. Um, sorry. Wait, <laughs> does it have to be road related? That is uh, that is yeah. the topic. But yeah. if you have to talk about the bears uh, again, talk about the bears again. What about you, Chase? I just want it done on seventy. I drive. I drive on seventy seventy every day. It's a little ridiculous. I was getting a little pissy on the way home today. Locally, I would like to see the Doughboy move uh, <laughs> back, back to its original location like our grandfathers intended it. Bring back right. the Doughboy. Now that you've had a moment to think, Chris. No, um, um, Chase just, you know, completely derailed me there. You guys go around the table. Let me think. Okay. Right, what about you, Brad? Well, I would say, I mean, obviously, 70 is a really easy answer. Um, yeah. Just because it is something with the thoroughfare we all use to get to major, uh, major cities. Obviously, getting to Dayton or getting to Indianapolis, either one. Um, so just getting that serviceable. Because I mean, if you go up to, even towards Richmond, they're getting some of that cleared up somewhat now, a little bit. But um, for a while, it was you could you could hardly drive on seventy through there without feeling like you know either you're going to blow a tire and run in somebody or vice versa, and catastrophe was going to break out at any moment but uh locally i would like to see um you know i drive usually i drive 38 up from from close to hagerstown um up here to town to to come to work but very often i'll come up if i'm running a little later than i should be uh come up 200 Mm -hmm. because i don't drive any faster on that road than i do any other road um I use 200. I, wink, when I wink, come back, you know. when I come back from Dayton, I take uh, 70 to Wilbur Wright road, 200, which becomes Riley road. And I, then I'm home. And, and to, my, the thing is, and there's parts of not just that road, but that's just the one I'm on regularly that are pretty, they're pretty rough. I mean, you, you're driving through there, you're hitting, I mean, you have to know the road or else you, you can seriously jack up your car. Um, you think 200 is bad. Try 300. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got on 300 that much, so I don't know, but yeah, 200 yeah. is pretty bad in spots, especially towards the county line, towards the Wayne County line. It's really, really bad um, just because that's the area. I'll drive through that area quite a bit more than some of the other areas, but it's they're, they're pretty rough. So I'd like to see those areas kind of get, like I say, I don't even know. They're, they're, I don't think they're, they could be chips hill at this point because they're so far. They're going to have to be new pavement put down just because they're so, they're so destroyed. Tra- um, Travis Ham is in the, in the chat and says state road three needs work. And it does uh, yeah. through town. Uh, buckle up because it's coming. I think it's in the uh, 2020 or 2021 plan. So, uh, uh, Newcastle will be nice and gridlocked for especially when the that turns mm-hmm. turning off yeah. of side roads. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. cuts out of the. I'd uh, I'd like to see him add a slow as ass 
lane on 70. That'd be nice because there's a lot of slow drivers. Get that third lane added. Yes. <laughs> well, I got, I've got so, three answers. My, I kind of have three answers too because I'd really, of course, I'd like to see 70 better because it is just in such bad shape right now. Right. But then also, um, State Road 3 is what I was thinking of. Um, I don't, I know that probably no one else in here has this oh. issue, but it's like, the spacing on our trucks that work for the axles. Oh yeah. Is uh it's like right at it's like right at the perfect amount of space to where you're hitting the ridges in between the concrete slabs at the same time and then you're just bam, bam, bam. It's like a wagon. Yeah, the yeah. whole time you're going down the road. That's horribly annoying. Um a local thing that I would like to see is uh uh straight up just the road the roundabouts that are in the comprehensive plan. I think that those could uh, be really beneficial to traffic flow in the county. All right, Chris, before we end it, you're looking at me like you got something. <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. Riley Road speed limits. Those need fixed. We've been banging that drum. <laughs> 30 miles an hour unless kids are actually present. That that needs to be the law. 70 needs to be three lanes across the uh, across the state, coast to coast. So does 65 from Chicago to Louisville. Yeah. Uh, you can get to Dublin. You can get to I-70. But we don't have a road to Middletown. This count, this community, I sixty nine is going to grow. That corridor is going to grow. Yep. And Middletown is cut off from from Newcastle and from the center huh. of the community. Dublin Pike needs to go all the way to Middletown. That's One way idea. or another, you need a, a a quicker, better route to Middletown that doesn't take twenty five minutes. It feels like it's to go around the bend. Yeah, you may as well be going to the north side of Muncie to go to Middletown. Yeah, because uh, as the as the crow flies, it's really not far away. Right. But there's no direct route. Yeah. Right. Whatsoever. Hmm. Um. And uh, I seventy uh, and State Road one hundred three. That's uh, that interchange is out there. Yeah, that's another say, area that's probably going to need developed at some point, and we need to do that. Yeah, the ramp we need, needs to be a ramp out there. Seventy one hundred three. Now, would the state take hold of that, or would that uh, be all the us? locals? The locals would have to ask for it and petition for it and and demonstrate a need hmm. uh, for development. But the state would do it. Um, do that's, that a, that's a Tom in, Saunders project. Has I, that happened in the past? Have I, we petitioned for that? It's in the uh, it's in the comprehensive plan. Well, I do believe that it has been mentioned, uh, the fact that the get an exit there. But I believe NDOT came back and said that the exit is too close to the three exit. Like, there's a there's a certain mileage that they want. They want between exits. Between yeah. exits and 103. It and depends upon close. it depends upon the busyness and the traffic patterns. So, but uh, yeah, no, it's th- plausible. If, if you get an exit there, I think that that area can truly develop. Oh yeah, the sure. industrial sure. because you know it's just going to be easier access and people aren't going to be on three all the time. So we'll see what happens. All right, I think that right. we are at the final, uh, the final thoughts portion of our show, Jeremiah, and we have a bunch of them. We do. I so, have. Uh, I, I guess uh, we'll start with Guffy and work our way around. Yep. Is that uh, that's ah. the way this show normally works, right? Yeah, it does. So uh, no, no caps in the mouth or anything, right? Nope, nope. Took it out. So first, I do. I want to mention. Um, the adult education welding class. Does anybody else oh, have yeah. this? No. It is being uh, put on by the Career Center and our wonderful friend, Stephen Vitato. Um, looks like Steve it's... Steve Vitato. Vitato. Steven. Yep. Steven. Um, you just got to get in contact with him or the Career Center, and you can take basic welding. Looks like three different kinds of welding, it appears. Um, yeah. Starting October 29th from 6 to 9 every Tuesday and Wednesday does, for five uh, weeks. MIG, TIG, and microwave, I think. Three, uh, you just put it. Put, Steven's you just don't take the work. wrapper off. 
Steven's coming to my work to teach me how to weld. But yeah, so, yeah. so that's something I wanted to mention. Uh, and then also the budget for the city. Uh, we had our first reading on Monday. There was a lot of yes votes. Did you win? Did I win? I don't I, no. Isn't that what you're running for? Yeah, I'm running, but November 5th, Chase. Keep, oh, okay. keep up, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> I would follow you, but you know you won't add me on You Facebook. won't add me. You will at the all end right, of the season. Right. But anyways, so the budget had its first reading. Uh, a lot of yeses. Aaron Dickin was the only one to vote no to the general budget, and he voted no to the fireman's salary. Um, every, everything else was voted for yes. No one's going to his house during a fire. I think he was on the side well, of ra- giving them raises, but they didn't. Oh, uh, never mind. Well, and this is something that came out in the city. They'll send extra fire trucks to this house. <laughs> this is something that came out uh, during the public meeting, the public comments. One of the firefighters, there was several firefighters present, but one did actually get up and speak. I don't recall his name at the time, but it appears as though the fire department was not, did not even hold negotiations with the city administration. So, the fire department's local union never yeah, they, got a chance to negotiate. Yeah, yeah. and in terms of it's their contract, just the the guy even said he's like, look, even if it resulted in no raise, it still would have been good faith just to sit down across from each other and negotiate. Yeah, that's a uh, black eye on the city's behalf. I so, think, and I think I even heard that the fo the local fop didn't even get to sit down and negotiate either. So. You uh, you were doing some sleuthing today, and you saw that the uh, there's a for sale sign in the theater again. You know me, man. I'm always I'm always you get out your and about. Ear to the ground, uh, always. What do you know about that? I you know, I heard the original offer fell through, and now we're back at a for sale sign. Guffy, so. if I were to buy uh, the theater, could I turn it into a landfill? Because uh, that is all it's good for at this point. I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't think you could turn it into a landfill. I'd have to check the city ordinances, but you could tear it down, obviously. Mm. Or you could. Or what you could do is allow the fire department to test and burn that place down. Wow! So they can have a wow. a test. We could sell popcorn outside. It, yeah. If I mean, they just burn a house down on Seventeenth and Plum as a as a. There training. are so exercise. many old people in this town that would be pissed. If I had the money, I would do that. No, I'm, you wouldn't. I'm not saying that it you needs know to be burned down. Fact that if you had the money, all of our great memories. If I had stupid money, all of our great memories. What is stupid money in that theater? Like and millions, like and hundreds, of millions, hundreds of millions, or fifties of millions, tens of millions. <laughs> Cody couple Parky million money. If you had just Cody a couple Parky million, <laughs> <laughs> twenty thousand. <000. laughs> if I had the money to buy the building, hey, <laughs> hey Brad, how much? How likely is it you'll give Chase some money to borrow against a, a theater he wants uh, to burn down? He just got a new job. Well, yeah. that's <laughs> always a great sign. Uh, I'm sure he's within that 90-day window, so I'm thinking... He lives with his grandparents. <laughs> wow. Cash flow is great or, right now. Or do uh, they live with him? It's hard to say. Well, yeah, I'm not sure who I do help out. Be, uh, <laughs> pending uh, review sorry status. Sorry for that insult, Chase. You. Pending review status is probably where it's going to be. Sit for a while. <laughs> oh, man. I had to guess. I've never good. had a problem getting a loan. Thank you very much. <laughs> How many movie theaters have you bought in the last your life? Uh, Do you have a quite a few business plan for this bonfire? Local. local. So, Trolled burn. Is it my turn for yeah, final thoughts? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. 
So earlier we did, what common animal are you most afraid of in, the Patreon, in the Patreon por- yeah. portion? I saved mine for for the audience. The most common animal I am afraid of is the pit bull. You know why? Because they kill and eat children. <laughs> wow. I have some statistics. Took a risk. Is he the troll of the group or what I tonight? So. I have some statistics to back that up. Online, I Googled it. Oh, you went to the Wikipedia and wow. edited it? I found that 71% of fatal dog t- attacks from 2011 to 2017 were from pit bulls. They kill roughly 1,000 children or childs or kids a year. They also like to attack old ladies. Wow. And just, just in general? Yeah, just in general. If you're old, don't Watch get a pit out. bull. You'll probably Here's be eaten. Question. If you die, they will eat you for sure. You know what's Mr. weird? Expert. Is- Hold on, Chris. Mr. Expert. Yes. On pit bulls. If there was a child and an old woman... Mm-hmm. And they're one pit bull. Oh. Which one would he go for? Which one do you think? And they, they hadn't met the well, thousand per kid quota for the year. <laughs> how old is the lady and how fat is the child? <laughs> We're talking average size child. We're talking okay. Dakota's, Dakota's living grandma and the new baby. I've so never seen her, his grandma. Hitting close to home right now. <laughs> <laughs> so about a, re- roughly an 80 year old woman. Oh, definitely the old lady. You think so? Yeah, because she's going to put up less of a fight. I don't know. Then a newborn? Not a newborn. Uh, how old's the kid? Um, three. Oh, he's killing the kid. Going and then the he's going to attack the old lady. <laughs> he's going to eat them both. They have a lot of energy. Because pit, bull, pit bulls are terrible animals. You already have 47 emails from the pit bull lobby uh, <laughs> waiting your review. Uh, wow. I, you, I have a couple things. <clears throat> So my next thing is... The arms of an angel is going to be your new ringtone whether you, by the end of the <laughs> night. I think you should save all the animals except for the pit bulls. They can just all burn. Wow. So anyways... My dad says pit bulls kill more than e-cigs, so we got to ban them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Flavored, all I'm saying... Flavored pit bulls, however, kill twice as many. <laughs> yeah, those berry-flavored pit bulls are the worst. The kids love them, and then they turn. <laughs> they turn on them. People want to ban guns, but it takes a person to operate those. Pitbulls kill on their own. <laughs> are, you, are you done costing us subscribers? No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so you know, you know, I hate farmers. <laughs> I have one other thing I hate more. Last year, you were you were all about supporting the farmers with the windmills. I no. What changed? Listen, I always support the windmills. Always. Only, I don't support winners. the tractors. I think they should replace their tractors with the windmills. With ox? With windmills. Um, I hate school buses more. Because if I'm going down the road... Because of your private school background, you didn't have to take a bus? I know we, we had buses, but they're for our field trips. So, mm-hmm. I hate buses so much. Because if they're going the opposite way for you, from of you, and they stop, you also have to stop. If you're raising a kid... That's too dumb to look both ways. He probably shouldn't be. He should be on the short bus. Just saying. He'd still have to get on a bus, though. It should, yeah, but. So what if they hire pit bulls to and, watch? And your girlfriend, Katie, still associates I with like you that, at this Brad. point. I like that, Brad. You're a yes. thinker. Mm-hmm. Here's my. I hate school buses. I have some thoughts on school buses, too. I think that we have invested enough as a community to create 
bus stops that have signs and everyone knows that that is a bus stop yes for public transportation no matter what time of the day it is we ought to be doing that for school buses as well just so that even before you get to that location you know to be watching out for school buses we do it in some areas but it needs to be everywhere and i hate how like they'll stop at one house and then they'll go 20 feet and stop at another house why don't you make a general location where all these kids get together. Right. There's no reason. Then they got to cross the road. And not that's if they're all on the same about. side. Do they have sidewalks? No. Wow. Yeah. All I'm saying, it's a little ridiculous. There are holes in your plan chase. Back in at. my day, we would have walked barefoot three miles to day, school. You lived we, didn't next, need, we didn't need sidewalks. You lived next door to your Chase. school and your grandpa was the teacher. Chase, what year? <laughs> he Chase. wasn't a teacher. He Chase, was a principal. What, what year were you born? <laughs> 95. Classic, nineteen hundred ninety-five. Brad, I, do you want to follow that, or do you want to? Uh, you know, do you want to? Do you want a little bit of a buffer? You know, I will follow that. Actually, uh, first off, it sounds like Dakota is wanting the red line for Newcastle. Um, that's what I heard. <laughs> Dakota I don't, causes accidents. I don't know if that's what we're doing, but that's what I heard. So we can talk to him in India. I think that's working out pretty well for him over there. But um, that's what I heard one thing I do want to mention just locally for the and one last shameless prop for the uh, credit union. At Perfect Circle Credit Union, one thing we we like to do is we actually were we cut down our marketing budget from as far as a bunch of different you know sponsoring teams and sponsoring T-shirts, putting banners up places. That you need kind to get of back on those Indy cars, man. Those Perfect Circle uh, that would be rings. sweet. And you brought up a very uh, interesting you, you, thing. To you me. guys need to have the merch, the, some old pictures and stuff in the lobby. You Why got, don't you got we a do rich that? History. I know. Every I, I swear to God, every old race car you look at from the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, perfect circle is on the side of it has been every one of those me cars. Since we had that conversation in my office every what, one of those a year, cars. year ago. Yeah. But so we do a thing where we decided instead of doing a bunch of, you know, sponsorships of different smaller things, we felt like it was kind of diluting the effect over the community. So what we've done is we've actually um uh started a program where and we did if, I don't know if you saw in the community, we were doing selling school buses uh, to put up during August. Uh, we're not going to do that anymore, but we are still donating money. Well, we're taking all of our money we get donated into the boxes we have in our lobbies, uh, and all of our and all of our budget towards um, what we were using for sponsoring people and whatnot. We're using that as we send all. We have the opportunity to send all fourth graders in Wayne and Henry County. Um, we subsidize field trips um, because it's a need. We know that teachers aren't getting as many field trips anymore, but we don't. We want to make it so it's accessible. There's nothing that no hoops they have to jump through. They just have to go to our website and they can actually. They just um, say yes. They basically say yeah. We, we're, we here's our here's what we want to do, and then we we approve that and then get them in their hands. There've been a lot of teachers in the in the area that have done that, um, but we know that uh, there's a lot more that don't even know that it happens. Um, so that's one thing we're trying to get out in the community, is just because it's literally a free service. Um, we just want to give the opportunity for all Wayne and Henry County fourth graders to get going. Field trips, and that's what we're we use all we're our money towards. We're talking like Hawaii, yes, Bora, uh, correct, yeah, um, Cozumel. Wherever I self-identify as a fourth grader. Wilbur Wright just got back from Yellowstone. Um, that was great. No, but it, but, we are, <laughs> but we are doing that. I think it's been really well received for the by the teachers that have done it. But uh, it's funny is that a lot of teachers just don't still don't realize that it's happening. So we try to make that in the community well known that hey, if you're a teacher in Wayne or Henry County, go to our website. You can you can apply to to get those funds and. It's it's a great resource well, there for great. teachers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, hey guys, what's up with that fountain they're building? I'm Brad. Mm. Uh, that's part of fourteen hundred. You throw uh, you throw your coins in there, and then mm. it goes. It's on, towards it's the on next Brad. project. Did you realize your final thoughts were finished? Wow. I know, but I had a general question about. <laughs> I've heard that <laughs> local that quarter, issues that quarter raise 
taxes. You can either send it or you can put it in the fountain. Just it's just your quarters, Brad. Why right. are you so worried about it? Wait, we're being I'm, taxed for that. <clears throat> Which, on to my final thoughts, shout out to Councilman Gray for um, talking down to the people who are concerned about where their money goes in the county mm. and uh, pretending like um, ten dollars just isn't a big deal for everyone else except for him. Uh, what are you talking about? Because he put up a poll on his Facebook page, and uh, you know what? I'll I'll read it verbatim just so that I'm not lying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but um, I did talk to a couple as I'm pulling this up I did talk to a couple of other uh, county council members uh, just this afternoon and they said that um, they're not even sure why I put the poll up there because it's uh, definitely going to happen and we definitely need the money and they don't uh, foresee us not getting the 0.2% uh, jail tax increase but uh, Kenan put on his Facebook page, Henry County Jail is overcrowded. Officials appear before federal magistrate in November to explain what actions we're taking to remedy the situation. We're weighing a 0.2% jail tax to begin viable solution. The average impact on median income household and county is less than quarter per day. And the two options are do what must be done and don't take my quarters. Um, hmm. it's, I... Uh, I- pretty much remember making that the central issue of the campaign saying that you elect these people and they will vote to raise your taxes yep. and they said oh last resort and here the we profit, are the profit 12 Jeremiah. months later and damn it your taxes are going up everybody well Man. in kennan's defense though he did say the first time he came on our show that he was already thinking that right so it's not like you're surprised right yeah i guess yeah Hey, small government Republicans, what are you going to do? So I say we sell the castle and we get the, the driving back. That's a private business now, man. That's uh, yep. Myers excavating. Hey, it's all about the money, baby. Well, I mean, if you can work out a deal with Perfect Circle, Excav- get your stuff financed. Excavating by day, movies by night. That's right. Ooh. It's a very American screen now. It is. I like it. It's a very American screen. So every movie you watch is in the lens of America. In the arms of an angel. In the uh, and it's and then, like uh, it's like Independence Day every day on there. Wow. Yeah. All Touching. right. But that was that was my final thoughts. Um, I thought that Kenan's poll was insulting to everyone who mm. um, needs to budget their money wisely and actually needs to keep an eye on ten dollars a month whenever it, it wherever it goes. Um, it's not just a little thing for everybody in the county. Um, and then also to inform everyone that. Uh, I, I, it looks like our county council has given up on trying to find other solutions for the Henry County Jail, and that's just where it is. Um, yeah, I, I hope that every and one also of them, I hope that every one of them go down to the state uh, state legislature and explain to them the problems that the state has caused them. Right, and uh, well, first of January because that's yeah. that's where the that's where the finger needs to be pointed. And then, uh, well, never mind. <laughs> All right, <laughs> two things. Two things from me, real quick. Uh, Cade, our boy Cade shared uh, a, a video from Tulsi Gabbard, two minutes long. Uh, she's uh, the congresswoman from Hawaii, uh, soldier herself, uh, running for president. And uh, following the uh, recent missile strikes in the Middle East, uh, our president offered uh, offered troops up to a to support another nation that uh, we're in treaties with, and said, "Just let us know what you need and where you need them." And we're there. That was a Twitter. It was a Twitter thing. It wasn't an official declaration, but it's a uh, presidenting by tweet. 
she took exception to it about two minutes long. And I thought it was spot on. Uh, I think she's great for the national conversation. And she's talking about issues that very, very few people at that level are actually talking about. Um, I caught a lot of heat for sharing it and saying, this is not a political issue. It's, Hey, listen to this because it actually matters. And some folks that are uh, very much have their Trump colored glasses on attacked me and said, you're crazy, Jeremiah, you're wrong. And there's no, there's, you know, you're completely wrong. And I just want to challenge those folks to go back and remember when Bill Clinton was president uh, and there was bombing going on in the Balkans. And when you guys were on the exact side, opposite side, talking about how the United States shouldn't be the world's policeman anymore. And it's the same argument. You've changed sides. Your guy's not in charge anymore, but you've changed sides. Um, and Tulsi Gabbard is actually talking like George W. Bush was in 2000 when he was standing on the debate stage with Al Gore talking about a, a humble foreign policy. Hmm. And that's what he wanted for the country. So the Republicans in 2000, 19 years ago, were doing the same thing. And now you've got a quick. Democrat who's, who's doing it, who's the anti, you know, yeah. anti-war or the humble foreign policy yeah. candidate. Wait, you're uh, telling me women can run for president now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty good at it. Yep. Hey, uh, listen, I just want to say, Jeremiah, you know better than this. This is a <laughs> twisted political statement, and our president had to spell it out for some people that just don't understand. We will not act until we have more facts, and then he will make a decision, and you know that decision will be made by him alone. Again, this is nothing more than a political statement, and you know it. So once again, these are all my friends. I, uh, political disagreements, the, the person that made that post is a very good friend of mine. Um, but just take off your Trump colored glasses. You didn't for five reply minutes. to the comment, so I want you to reply. Are they that orange? was the show. That okay. was it. This All this right. is this is why we're having this that conversation was your reply. here. Um, I was trying to put you on the spot. No, this is this is it. Just go back. Just go back and remember <laughs> what you thought twenty years ago when Bill Clinton was president, and and they kept bombing over there. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, the, the United States military exists for the United States defense. It, there, you shouldn't have UN peacekeeping troops that are getting put in harm's way. It is. That's weird. not the point. That's not why they sign up. Trump's whole uh, wording in that tweet was so weird that um, we would send our troops with, to him if they need him. Like it's tribalism. Oh, yeah, it's 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 like it's, it's like you're looking it's at eerie it. Thing it's, to say it's for, as, it's ride or died with your bros is what is the way that well, sounds. It's the, not, it doesn't the, sound like the way you ought to be operating a, pre, a country. The verbiage wasn't great. As yeah, a Trump, as a, a Trump, weird, Trump supporter myself, I, the ver, verbiage wasn't great. Now, as always, we know with Trump. There's what he says, and there's what he does. Yeah, and, and I don't mean that in a, 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 that he's lying, but that he he frames arguments and then he reworks those arguments based on certain things. So I get it. I don't. I don't love the way that was said either. Uh, it did have a had the connotation of oh, we're we're going to be doing the bidding of the Saudis, which makes me sick to my stomach a little bit. But I I can't believe that's what his mindset was when he was saying it. But it is the way it sounds yeah. for sure. We hope not. But you wouldn't th- you would we'll just not. have to wait and see. It's yeah. one of those things. Uh, other final thought real quick. Uh, this is really for Chase because he's here. Uh, NFL quarterbacks, we've had like eight of them get broken already. Yeah. I've talked about this before. Um, Colin Kaepernick, baby. He's coming. Breeze. The, the NFL Size has more. to change their rosters, Chase. They need, you need to allow two uncounted players on the active roster as uh, back in the day, there used to be a position in the '90s when I was growing up with football. Called the pullback, the emergency backup quarterback. Uh-huh. He only could come in if the other two guys were out for the rest of the game. I think, right? and wow. he and he played, and he was on the he was on the roster. He mm-hmm. could bring him in the fourth quarter if he wanted to, but if your emergency third quarterback who dressed came in, he was 
he would come off the bench. Well, there's and, actually, and then he was in for the rest of the game. That was it. Guffy, you might know this. There was a story I read last year about in hockey where there's an emergency. What is it? Goalie? Yeah, yeah. He came in for Chicago. He was uh, like see, an announcer or something, right? No, no. He was just a regular Joe. Like a guy in the stands. No, I think he was like an announcer or something. No, no. He was. So he's a regular guy. I remember. I know the story. Exact story you're okay. talking about. It was. It, it was, was a like good the, story. It was like the last three, like the last period, maybe he came in. Um, both of the the goalies had gone down, and so actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's always an emergency goalie for both teams in the stadium, and if one goes down, the they goal- share them. It's like the home team yeah. provides it, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll and you'll go fetch. Like you'll call this guy up, and mm. he'll be at whatever the league it's probably like four hot dogs in. This, was this in washington this happened was <laughs> no this, was a caps was, guy no i'm pretty sure it was a chicago blackhawks guy i'm gonna say it was caps blackhawks but i, I could but be anyways, putting that on my butt so they, they they're provided a backup goalie and if if the two go down he'll come in so he is a regular guy like you and me he plays hockey on the weekends and he got and to suit he, up he got to come in game. and i think he made like 13, 14 saves, something like that. He's kind of like yeah. a provisional like, guy. Didn't let him score at all. He's kind of like a provisional guy at the Masters. They bring in to run. If there's an odd number on a on a pairing out day, they'll send him in. He's just a local guy work that lives there in Augusta that plays. It usually beats the guy he's playing with. That's yeah, his home course. Yeah, exactly. So, so here's the thing: is that is the product is so important in the NFL and the Scott league is Foster. so complicated. I have a solution that you need. You need to have four. You need to dress no. four quarterbacks, and they need to be a part of your. You team. need an, emer- an emergency guy like Guffy was saying. And that guy did. He had an incredible game. He, he yeah, he gave up a goal. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But so you the- need a guy like him, and then the I think the solution we need to go with is because all the quarterbacks are pansies now. Throw flags on them. You can only pull the flag. There are a couple roughing the passer calls in that Bears uh, Bears Denver game that were ridiculous. Two against the Bears, one against Denver. It was a little ridiculous. Uh, the year the, the first year Andrew Luck was hurt, I think uh, he was out, and we had to go to like Josh Johnson or somebody, and he he came in like on the Monday of that week and yeah. had to start for the Colts because we just had we were decimated by injury. The Jets are going to go through the same thing. I think in the NFL we need four. Four per, and then they stay with the team. If quarterbacks, and you actually get to develop some quarterbacks had to wear flags. Andrew Luck would still be playing. Well, you look in baseball. I mean, you you eventually get to. They have what? Uh, several, and they still yeah, get to position players every once in a while. They have to pitch in a random like fifteenth inning or whatever. So, yeah, I think that's probably wise to have more than two. Well, I and, mean, and what the NFL did is they actually just they used to protect the teams from themselves. Where you, they they was a fifty three man roster, but one of them had to be that backup backup well, quarterback um, and now they remove that and now you just is a roster spot you do what you want with I'm, yeah i'm pretty sure you can have as many quarterbacks as you want yeah they need to they need to handcuff the teams and say you are going to pay four quarterbacks period to keep quality period to keep, quality. To keep the quality of yeah. the league up because yeah. you'll get to a guy that's coming in off the street and he doesn't know what the hell is going on right and it's a multi-billion yeah. dollar league you mean and, kurt warner when he used to bag groceries but there's not Kurt was at least the backup. There's not four quality. <laughs> he had been with the Rams that year when there, Trent Green got hurt. There's not That's four true. quality quarterbacks that you're just going to have will on every be. team. No, there will be, but you don't develop them. Yeah, I would you agree You have that. four guys in camp. You have four or five guys that go through your training camp. Keep it, them on the roster for the It year. doesn't matter. You, still have, you look at those practice squad players. I mean, they're still getting reps, but they still suck. We're I mean, not talking you, about Tim like, Tebow could be playing. We're not talking tomorrow. about like Brett Favre coming off the bench. We're, we're saying a serviceable. I'm, I'm talking about a good serviceable player. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. System. I mean, that's that's basically even if you only have two quarterbacks, okay, both of them go down. 
you're picking someone up in the waiver wire. You're going to have that same quarterback, basically, that would have been on your team if you had four spots. All right, we're going to give Dakota the final word. How many quarterbacks does the NFL team need to have? Two. Why? Wow. Show your work. Wow. Yeah. Why do you hate the the why do you hate Lord football? At the end of the day, there's only an, a certain amount of practice reps to go around. You don't have enough for four quarterbacks. I don't care. They can be in the quarterback room. They can know what the hell's you going know on. Body. I want them I don't care if they're practicing. I want them to know the playoff the plays and know the scheme inside and out. You can't tell me that NFL team can't find guys for him to do reps to. Yeah. Even outside of yeah, outside true. of standard standard day-to-day Yeah, play. but I'll say not, three. you have to have with your 53-man roster, you don't have enough players. So I want, I want a 55-man roster, and you decide what you're going to do with them, but you have to pay and keep four quarterbacks. I don't think it'd change much at all. I mean, you, and, I, and two I, of them I, are the emergency. If you, if you want to pay quick, two though. extra guys just to read your playbook, and then if if you do need them down the road, I'm fine with that, but to, uh, you don't to have enough room for them to practice. How sweet would it be to be that fourth quarterback? Man, that is the prime, <laughs> prime gig right there. It's All like, you do it's is like just becoming, practice and make millions. Talking about practice? Yeah. It's exactly. like becoming. You talk a, about the game I love. You're just talking about practice. It, it, it's like it's like you're a coach early. Awesome. Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? I have no idea. You don't know the practice speech? No. Can you, uh, do you have audio available right now? Mm, yeah. Can, can, can you pull it. this up for me on the way out? Find uh, Kurt Bush, or not Kurt Bush, Kyle Bush. Marshawn Lynch, and see if there's a see if there's a little audio clip. Clicking away, after after Las Vegas, he was so pissed off after the after the playoffs. Marshawn was drove the pace, pace car for the NASCAR race this weekend. The Raiders sent him to oh, Las really? Vegas. Yeah, to uh, is he to, still to around? Did he retire? No, he's he's retired, but he's still yeah. associated. with I knew the he team. came back last year. I think. Yeah, he's like a new like another. He just hangs around and he's yeah. like the mascot. Yeah. He's like there. You know, we have uh, Robert Mathis. Yeah. Really. Kyle Bush, post brace. It's it's probably that that second one you got right there. What's it, what's it say? Ryan Ron Furtel interviews an unhappy Kyle Bush. Yeah, September I mean most 29th. teams. Play on that. Okay, September 29th. Hold on. I got, got to, go ahead. Well, you, you got guys, you got some out the sound for me. Give me the sound bite, buddy. Um, um, I gotta open he, the sound because I like to keep. He's clicking that. and twisting. I love having producer Chris. He's always on the game and he's ready to go. It's, <laughs> oh, uh, it's I'm not fine. on the game. Because I wasn't prepared. Have we been recording the whole show tonight? Is it absolutely not? <laughs> no one saw this today. Yeah, no, this was all just a big. Most secret. teams have your quarterback, there your you backup. Yeah, I don't know. Why and they have a guy on the practice squad who's still in the quarterback room. So you have three quarterbacks already. You got three. I want. I want. But there's four. only two dress. But the third one. Dressing, I want all of them dressing. Well, no. And but, I want them all. And I want them on. I want them there. I want so four. would you? Would you at least allow the third one to be on the bench dressed? Well, they're probably allowed to be on the bench dressed if you no, need them to be. Squad. No, he's, he's not. not game he day can't active. Be. He can't you can be only dress active. like 46 guys. Right. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no reason that third quarterback couldn't be dressed. You just have to drop a different guy. The third quarterback is is, is a practice squad. So well, you typically. still have that option today. You, you just don't say use because you, you don't need force, more than two quarterbacks. You need to force the league to develop and invest in itself. You churn out so many Division One quarterbacks into the NFL. There's no, re- the NFL, there's no reason you need more than three quarterbacks on the oh, roster. I'd make four. an argument as well that there's actual quarterbacks that would make it in the NFL that never get developed they never because get the they, they're not quite there when they get there. Right. It's probably true. If they're around, you're going to get you're going to get them. Yep. But I, I think I think they shoot themselves in the foot. It's repeatedly. not going to change at all. 
That third or fourth no. round guy could be a starter in the league if he had a chance to be a journeyman for right. two years Don't or three think years. So. You got anything? We no, do, I can't get it. We're giving back up. Into the sound. Go look it up. It's hilarious. That's the end of this. We will see you on Thursday next week. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.